Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. Mike Forrest wins the Jarrett Birmingham Bowl. And your biggest heartbreaks. Jim Grobe is the coach of the year. Riley Skinner is the rookie of the year. And the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest are the Atlantic Coast Conference champions. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. Touchdown, Wake Forest. And every Saturday, you tap that sign. The wait is over. College football is here. All right, Walker, it's been team week all week. We've been talking the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, a team that is coming in with a lot of changes on each side of the football. Mitch Griffiths is going to lead the offense, and they've got Jasheen Davis and crew over there on the defensive side. We've gone through each of those units. So now it's time to go down the schedule, and let's break it down. And we're going to do it like you like to do it. In these, I guess you could say thirds because they play 12 games. Yeah. We break it down four games at a time. They start the season very favorably, as Wake Forest often does. I sure do wish as a Wake Forest fan we would get a little bit better non-conference slate. Somebody, I mean, give me a low-level Pac-12 SEC team, something. I mean, the last really good non-conference game that they've played that I can think of I mean, Notre Dame doesn't count because they're partners with the ACC, so they're going to come in anyway. But, hell, man, I got to think back to Stanford when they play Andrew Luck and the crew. I can't tell you anything more significant than that game. So yeah, I mean, right. did you did you see the one when they went to Stanford? <laughs> was, oh, it a bad, was it bad? Oh, my you tell Lord. Me, it was awful because Stanford got mad. We had beaten them the previous season, and they got mad because Wake Forest made them play a 12 o'clock game coming from the West Coast. So they brought Wake over to play a night game on the West Coast, and it was awful, <laughs> start to finish. What what what's the best or worst non-conference game that you ever played in your college career? Uh, did you ever play anybody big at Wake? Yeah, Forest? Nebraska. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did tell us. Yeah, about we that. played at Nebraska. Um, it was it was a decent game. It was a lot of fun to get to play in one of the historic venues in college football. But I would say that was probably the biggest. Uh, non-conference game that we played. And we played Purdue at home, Okay. Uh, too. We played them as well back when they had Stuart Schweigert at safety. He was pretty good. He wow. played for the Raiders. Uh, we lost that game on a fourth and one. That had been we like a stopped. Sean Phillips era Purdue. I believe he was on the other side. He had been close, I at least. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I definitely found out the difference between Big 12 football and ACC football, though, that day. Yeah, Purdue, they were good. They were coming off of a Rose Bowl not too long after that. I think they had just gone. Drew Brees was the quarterback. A little bit different than Elon and Old Dominion to open <laughs> yeah. up the season. Yeah, and so, well, uh, yeah, those linemen fired off the ball a little bit different than uh, the ACC guys. You could tell they ran the ball a lot. But, uh, I'm going to go with Wake opening the season 3-1 and one down the stretch. As I said, very advantageous start to the season. Elon, victory. Vanderbilt, they always whoop up on Vandy. They did it last year. I don't see much changing. Old Dominion, that'll be a massive blowout. And then uh, Georgia Tech. Now, I gave Wake the L right here just yeah. because of history. Uh, we don't beat Georgia Tech very often. It seems like they just have Wake's number for whatever reason. I did not beat them. 
Uh, I can't remember the last time that the Deeks beat the old Yellow Jackets. So what say you? Yeah, I'm going to have them going 4-0. I think they get off to a great start for the season. They move into October because those four games are the only games they have in September. They actually have a bye week right after that. So they'll skip one and then they'll play on the road against Clemson to really start their schedule. The lone ACC game to start it off against Georgia Tech. Bye, come back play Clemson in Death Valley back-to-back road games, Death Valley and Lane Stadium, two of the top five stadiums in the ACC, according to Fitty after the Fitty favorites list yesterday. Elon, Old Dominion, I don't think any conversation there. Vanderbilt, a little interesting, but their defense has not been good the last couple of years. I expect Wake to get the job done. Georgia Tech, that was the dicier decision because Brent Key did take over and had them playing 500 football. Big-time victory over North Carolina that turmoiled their season as they tried to close it out favorably but did not happen after the josh downs drop four and oh a little bit more in on the beginning of the season than you are for your demon deacons here wes yeah all right so now when we look at the (laughs) next four games clemson virginia tech pitt and florida state this one it starts to get a little bit funky Mm -hmm. okay uh i'm gonna go with clemson i mean lord we came so close last season uh, I think this could be one of those better than you think type of football games. But at Death Valley, just haven't fared well very often. I would love for Wake to get the lick back right there. Just not sure, though. I'm going to go with Wake to take the L at Clemson. Virginia Tech is another team that's been a bugaboo. Uh, that I mean, that's been very tough for Wake Forest to beat. And so, uh, But I'm going to go with Wake. I'm going to have faith in them to get the win there. Pittsburgh... Pitt is tough. They always are defensively. Uh, gonna get them at home for a change. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with the L, and then I'm gonna go with the upset of the Seminoles. Uh, we've been beating up oh, on Florida course, State yeah. for a while. The Florida State hate it shows as well <laughs> as the Wake Forest love. Well, listen, we've been beating up on Florida State for a while. You so, have. Oh well, Wake uh, has. Yes, yeah, I Wake Forest has definitely been. Uh, doing that thing against the Seminoles, went into Tallahassee and beat them last year. So I'm going to go with uh, Wake to get an upset right there. All right, I'm going to go with status quo. I do not have them beating Florida State, but I do have them beating Pittsburgh in this section that is really tough. You're talking about on the road, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, Florida State to finish out this little section. I'm going to have them lose to Clemson, not going to have them pulling up uh, off the upset. It does help them for sure that they're going to get the bye before they go to Clemson. At the same time, not going to help them enough to get that victory. I have them beating Virginia Tech. I just want to see it from the Hokies before I start to buy into them at all. Like they still have a lot and it's not even their it's not even Brent Pry's fault. It's just that they still have a lot to go in order to get back to any semblance of Virginia Tech football as we knew it under Frank Beamer. Give me Wake Forest to win that one. I think they win two in a row. Pittsburgh, never a program to be slept on. Well, I'm sleeping on them, at least in the preseason when it comes to this specific game. Wake Forest becomes bowl eligible in the first two-thirds of the season by beating Virginia Tech and Pittsburgh back-to-back. I do have them dropping both of the big-time games they have. L's to Florida State and Clemson, but wins against Virginia Tech and Pittsburgh. I have them 6-2 and two at this point in the season, West. Okay. All right. Well, the bottom four games, when you're talking about Duke, NC State, Notre Dame, and Syracuse, that's another tough little quadrant of games to end the year. You know what I think about the Duke Blue Devils. So, of course, uh, even though I could be banned from Wake Forest for this, 
But I like to get on the radio and tell it like it is. So I'm going to go with Duke to beat Wake at home. I think they're the better team this season. NC State at home. I'm going to go with the Deeks to get the win there. All right. Notre Dame against Sam Hartman and the crew on the road. If this game was at Winston, I, uh, in Winston, I probably would pick Wake to get an upset there. But I'm going to go with Notre Dame to win a close one at home. And then I'll go with Syracuse to lose to the Demon Deacons. And they finish 7 and 5. All right. Wake Forest finishing 7 and 5. That is kind of a Wake Forest type of season you might expect after what they were able to do the last couple of seasons. Yeah, this one's tough too. And I think by far the hardest part of the schedule for me to figure out. So on the road against Duke. If I've been mostly alongside you with your prediction about the Blue Devils, then I'm going to have to go with the Blue Devils winning at home against Wake. Yeah. Because if if we're high on Duke, Wes, and you lose this type of game at home, I think that says a lot about you as a football team. I think I'm going to go with the Blue Devils to win that one. So that would have the Wake Forest Demon Deacons at this point with three games left. I would have them at six and three. I think they lose to NC State as well. This might get a little ugly for Wake Forest. tough games, man. So so think about this four-game stretch. It doesn't coincide with the thirds that we've been dividing it into. Florida State on the road against Duke, NC State on the road against Notre Dame. Yeah. Even at the the last half of the season, it's a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta get bowl eligible in the first two thirds of the season. That's why they put the Elon Vanderbilt ODU at the beginning to get you halfway home. So get six <laughs> wins and then everything else. I don't want to call it gravy because Wake Forest they've had enough expectations and they've delivered on those to where. You want seven, eight win seasons. You want comfortable bowl seasons. I have them losing to Duke. I have them losing to NC State. Oh, I got them. I got them beating Notre Dame. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, Marcus Freeman, right? You love Marcus Freeman. You hate Marcus Freeman. Wait, Tell us what you think about fired. If we get that win, Marcus talk. Freeman might bite the dust if the Deeks come in and get the victory. Talk, talk to me, Fitty. You're telling me they're going to lose to Duke. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose to NC State. That's right. But they're going to travel up to football royalty. Oh, be, is it? Is and, it football royalty and still? Beat, and beat Notre Dame. Marshall I, did it last year. And Marshall, Fitty. Marshall did. If if Marshall can do it, then I think Wake Forest, the team that knows more about Sam Hartman than anybody, that does have a lot of pieces coming over on the defensive side of the mm. football, I think Wake Forest is going to pull up this, uh, pull off this upset. I would just think if you got enough comps, they can go to South Bend and beat Notre Dame. They should be able to beat the likes of Duke and NC State. Well, Whoa. you know, college football is also a very weird sport, I and do. that there are going to be upsets, and there are going to be things that happen outside of your expectation. And so that's why, for me, if think about this, right? You can agree with Wes that Sam Hartman has not lived up to the big time contest, right? That yeah. anytime that you have big time matchups, monster storylines, has Sam Hartman lived up to the billing? More often than not, no. This is a game that's going to take place on NBC against his former team, against a coach that knows all about him and the defense that knows all about him. And this is going to carry a lot of cachet outside of just normal conference games. Yeah. If he doesn't deliver like we've seen him before, then I could absolutely see Wake Forest pull off what is the upset, especially if you have any belief in Mitch Griffiths. Can he go toe-to-toe with Sam Hartman? That would be fascinating. Uh, give and me you know he's chomping I feel good at, about You it. know he's chomping at the bit for that matchup. Um, 
Give me two wins to end the season. Okay. Eight wins for Wake Forest. I'm okay. filling the Demon Deacons here, Wes. I, I Look, hey, don't worry, Demon Deacons fans. I know Wes is hating on you at 7-5. and five. Give me an 8-4 <laughs> record. I'm the true Demon Deacon seven in the studio. 7-5 and we win our bowl game, so I'll have us finishing at 8-5. and five. I got you finishing nine wins. You can't catch me. Oh. If I got him upset in Notre okay. Dame, I am. Yeah, it's a tough stretch, but Wake Forest, I believe a lot. What do you think is the most critical game on that schedule, though? Yeah, it's tough. So, again, as, as we kind of look at the first half and the second half, Pittsburgh, Florida State, Duke, mm-hmm. NC State, Notre Dame, Syracuse. Syracuse is the worst football team that you're going to be facing, and they still have a guy like Garrett Schrader who can also upset some squads out there. No question Dino Babers, it. if you can compete with Clemson every single year, then they'll get you if you're And they could be battling that. for a bowl spot or trying to solidify their bowl spot. I think Pittsburgh is the game I'm looking at. Okay, that's a good that's a good matchup. Because that sets the tone for the second half. And if you lose to Clemson and you have Florida State right off of the bat after the Pittsburgh game, then you could be talking about, I mean, four or five losses in a row. That would be a dark time for a football <laughs> season. Yeah, so give me give me the Pittsburgh game. Uh, I'm, looking, I'm at. looking at VTech. I'm going to go one game before that. As I said, Virginia Tech has always been a tough Tough matchup. Yeah. Last time they went up there, Bud Foster's last home game, Sage Surratt gets hurt, should have won that game, but lost. So to go up to Lane, you got to get that Virginia Texas program. I picked a finish near the bottom of the league. You can't go up there to Lane and lose that game. So I'm looking at that one uh, because, like I said, you're going to be coming off the heels of Clemson and Georgia Tech. I think you, you know, I have them losing both of those contests. Hopefully they beat Georgia Tech, though. That's a game they should win as well. But, but I you think had them losing in this. I did. But uh, just because of history and we just can't ever seem to beat Georgia Tech. But Virginia Tech, though, is the game that I look at. They need to get that one, as you said, because in my opinion, that sets the game, uh, sets the tone for the rest of the schedule as well.